Welcome back to Season 2 of Short Stories. I'll be reading Parts 4 and 5, so this is a double header of A Story from a Town Long Unknown and the Telling of That Story. Part 4. The Fourth Vitar. The first slash wasn't bad, considering the next one. The first felt like Sammy had scraped half his face on one of the cracked asphalt roads in the town, but the second cut deep. Blood was now really streaming from his face. We could tell that wasn't enough to make him die, but just enough to pass out. Sammy could feel himself losing consciousness, and as they looked up to see his attacker, he saw the dark silhouette of the fourth Vitar, standing above him, with its left hand dripping blood. Part 5. The Bargaining Room When Sammy came to, he was sitting in a chair, unbound, in a completely white room. The only area of contrast was on the corners of the room, and even those were a very light gray. It was disorienting. He also noticed the other three people in the room. All were still unconscious. Of course, since Sammy had no friends, no one knew the names of the people there. One was Talia Berzdesky, whose family, as Sammy's heard, had not one descendant who was a taken. He took a moment to consider what her family would act like when they woke up in the morning. Paul Stewart was the son of the town's blacksmith. Beyond that, Sammy knew nothing. Finally, Sammy recognized Steve Roberts and almost whipped his chair, but he restrained himself. Sammy had been a friend of Steve while they were both little, but when Sammy's parents had been taken, Steve walked away. Normally, Sammy would have blamed that on the avatars, but this, he deemed, was Steve's fault. Filing these thoughts away, Sammy was about to get up when a door he had never knew existed opened, and in walked a man. But Sammy suspected that they were a Vitar. This man was tall, rather skinny, and he wore a wide-brimmed hat. The hat was angled on his head in such a way that his face was obscured, which disturbed Sammy. Another man followed the first, and he looked to be the same height as the Vitars that had taken the previous night. He was certain it was a Vitar. The first man sat down at the white desk that had blended in perfectly into the room, so that Sammy had not noticed it. The second stood to his left behind the desk in a formidable fashion. The first man gestured at the second. Awake, said the second in a tone that sounded like chalk on a board and yet a cry of pain. Talia, Steve, and Paul came around. They were obviously confused by the room they were in and Sammy mentally scoffed their idiocy. The first man gestured again. I am Cesnar the Bargainer. I am here to see your sentence is complete, croaked the second. If you do not comply with the options I give you, you will be forever tortured in the pits of the devourer. Sammy decided to hold his tongue. He wanted to see the options of which the two men spoke. The man gestured again. He still had shown no sign of his face. Option 1. Slaves to the Avatar's Eternal. Sammy hated taking orders from anyone, so he ruled that out. Option 2. Sent to the mines of Caradonsquit to mine for Caradonium, which will be sent to the Avatar's as a sacrifice. That is all. Choose wisely. Both men started to leave. Sammy, outraged by the stresses, was about to shout his grievances to both men and the avatars they served, but the first man looked at him, and Sammy instantly shut his mouth. The man was a void. A legend in the town, but Sammy knew it was true. He had no face. The eyes he had were red dots that seemed to flicker in and out of existence at random moments, and flicker back practically immediately. The Vitar spoke. Choose wisely. With that, both men exited the room, and Sammy felt more distant from reality than he ever had before.